1: And as promised, we are back. We have returned part two of today's two part, the front and the back, the beginning and the end, the top I'm and the, the bottom. I'm the front, right? You're the back. Yeah, yeah. You're well, you, ass yeah, ass. Yeah, no. you, I knew you couldn't wait. <laughs> yeah, Although, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the teeth, so uh, to back it up. Uh, we are here with six rings and football things. If you missed part one, it is in the six rings feed as well. And of course, wherever you can find the six rings and football things podcast, the odyssey app, wei.com and more, and including the breaking Boston feed. As we kicked off your Tuesday with a hot cup of Patriots and the things that were on our mind, we promised fresh from the OTA reactions from Andy Hart as to what he thought was going on today. Uh, in the second OTA that was open to the media, things of course got a little bit delayed because there was a Joe judge and 20 minutes too long at the meeting, blah, blah, blah. Andy from my perusing of the interweb reading, of course, Mike Cadlick's OTA response, which of course anyone is free to read at WEEI.com. OTA today stands for outrageously thuggish activity because it sounds like we had a little bit of a, was it okay? Was it a skirmish? Was it a kerfuffle? Was it a rumble? Was it a, uh, what, what, would we call, what would we call it? It was a, a rhubarb is also acceptable. Uh, there, was um, scr- there was a, there uh, was a, a tussle, if you will, between Cole strange, offensive lineman and Anthony Jennings. Now it's not that hot. We're not in the dog days of summer. This isn't nope. even mini camp, let alone training camp. So nope. OTA scraps are a tad unusual. If I'm, if I'm Indeed. to surmise. So, um, and then what, ha- and what happened next? It it started
0: with Anthony Jennings and Cole Strange, and that does not surprise me. Cole Strange, we I think we all hope, is going to go down the Logan Mankins road, and I think mm-hmm. any guard with a little bit of a Logan Mankins edge could certainly do something that might annoy a defensive teammate in 11-on-11 work. It's non-padded, but there's still hand <laughs> placement, pushing, like... Okay, you didn't let go in time, whatever it was. This is what
1: Dante Skarniecki was talking about last week when he called into the midday show and said, OTAs matter. These guys are out there drilling fundamentals. I need them to work on. And
0: it was a nothing burger while those guys are engaged. And it's, you know, the typical oh somebody else pushes and we're pushing and then we're going to break it up. The only thing of note about it, in my opinion, was the absolute cheap shot haymaker that Christian Barmore threw from behind. At Cole Strange, who was engaged not only with, I think, still Jennings, but other players who are kind of, you know, doing the dance. Oh, yeah, dance. Oh, we're all touching each other. Oh, we're all hugging. Um, Barmore threw a legit haymaker, which is stupid on so many levels. Like you Let, let, let you shot? count the ways. Count the ways. So, so you're behind him. He's never going to see it coming. He's engaged with other people. Definition of a cheap shot. Okay. But more importantly, he has a helmet on. You have a fist that will break if it hits a helmet in a certain way, and you're a third-year player coming off a disappointing second season who's, you know, not at make-or-break point, but going down, am I going to be a disappointing Christian Barmore, or am I going to be a $80 million Christian Barmore? So just really stupid. Um, It looked like both players were kind of held out of the remainder of practice, although some of the reps also went in a different direction with grouping, so I'm not sure exactly how they treat it. I actually wonder if when they see, if the coaches see the video footage, if there'll be more ramifications, well, when they see the video footage, yes, um, for Barmore, because it was extremely stupid, a massive cheap shot, unnecessary, above and beyond, not just OTA action, but above and beyond the little fracas, rhubarb, brouhaha, Uh whatever that was going on. Um, So it'll be interesting to see if Barmore, like, next time we're out there, is he out there, is there any, whatever. Maybe he could be internally fined or something. I don't know how those things necessarily work behind the scenes, but it was really dumb on his part and unnecessary. Um, But it was probably one of the highlights of the uh, toned down, tempoed down practice Mm -hmm. that Bill Belichick predicted in the first few words of his press conference when I walked into the media room at Gillette Stadium to which I wanted to respond by turning and going straight back to my car and driving home because, Bill, these are already teaching Practices non-contact, non-competitive, and he has to tell me, you know, we had a big day yesterday. I know you guys weren't here because we didn't allow you to be here, but we had a really big day yesterday. We're gonna tempo it down today.
1: That you know what? That's the equivalent of that's like nuts. Okay, well, there's there's that, and also a colossal waste of time. Although you did yep. get to see, my God, is that Barmore's music and yep. just storming in with the chair right over top of Cole Strange? I would not. I mean, I want to break that down in just a second, but. Bill Belichick starting off the day by letting you know that they had a big day yesterday, so it's going to be toned down for you, is the equivalent of me inviting you to brunch and you showing up and saying, you know, I'm not really that hungry. I had a huge breakfast. Like, well, then why'd you come? Well, then why'd you show up? Right. What the <laughs> yeah. hell?
0: It, it was annoying. And he even previewed um, another version by saying, you know, we're coming off the weekend. We had a big day Monday, so we're lighting up today. They have Wednesday off. They'll all have right. an OTA that's closed to the media on Thursday, mm-hmm. and then they will bring us back on Friday, which I'm guessing will be another slap and tickle down tempo session. down. Yeah. yeah. So they're doing, even though it's OTAs and none of it's all that interesting, clearly they're doing the more interesting stuff when we're not there. And then because te- not only did it tempo down, but it personneled down. They had no receivers on the field, no juju it was all the, the kids, part? right? What's that? Yeah, it was I'll, people I'll, yeah. you barely give a rat's ass about. Your top four, who quite honestly, might not even be worthy of being a top four on some teams, are gone. So you have Mac Jones out there throwing to second tier, which are really third-tier caliber receivers. Um, you know, it's it's great for DeMario Douglas to get reps, and uh, Malik Cunningham is interesting, and this probably shouldn't surprise me, but when I noticed him on the field, mm-hmm. he definitely has a quarterback brain okay. because That's he's lining good. up wide mm-hmm. left, and he's like yelling at the receivers on the other. No! wide no no tight no, this side uh, like he was the other two or three oh. guys he's oh. with you think you think that
1: bill o'brien and everyone else isn't like mm-hmm, okay all right we intangibles know he's an athlete, right
0: we know he's a have
1: yes. seen an, the. i've yeah. seen the tape i have retweeted the clips so he can move in space
0: as a receiver who is also a quarterback sort of by trade and still gets occasional reps at the end of practice as we talked about it last podcast um he clearly br- is is not confused he and he shouldn't be. He's a quarterback, so he should sort of understand formationing and where everybody should be. But just to see it play out and him telling—I think Raleigh uh, uh, Raleigh Webb was the guy multiple times—was lined up in the wrong pl- spot, mm-hmm. and Malik Cunningham is the one that got him lined up properly. Which I think is a, is a—it's not going to get him a job. It's not going to earn him, but it's it's a good sign. I think that's, so that's something Bill that Belichick says. Oh, oh yeah, uh, I kind of like that. Like, uh-huh. not only does he know what to do he's a leader like he's willing to make sure the other guy knows what to do get the guy in the right spot so um i like that but personnel wise yeah there were just a lot of guys either not there or there but not participating or there and then going down to the lower field so it was definitely i heard a lot of reporters say kind of a a jv practice on some level Mm. and so yes it was
1: Yeah, now see, for Malik Cunningham, a guy that I've been high on ever since the Patriots gave him the most guaranteed money they ever gave to an undrafted free agent before, I've been thinking, uh, I know you were a little cold to or slow to warm up to the idea that it may be an Edelman-esque type of track that work him in from Kent State, or in his case, Louisville, and then seeing if he can work receiver. Can we get him on special teams? Can he field a punt? Now, when he's going above and beyond, like you just said, to demonstrate leadership, to speak up, not act out, but speak up and dem- and and showcase his knowledge of the formation and where other players need to be. These are all small checks. Enough small checks still won't get you a job if somebody can run faster, jump higher, and has better hands. But this is a good case for Malik Cunningham. However, my guy, so I won't even. You don't even need to say you people. I'll just call him my guy, Kayshawn Booty. Got his booty reamed out, apparently. I heard uh, Bill O'Brien's voice was cutting clear across the field that he needed to line up quicker and more correctly. Uh, also, Bailey Zappi was not, uh, dare I say, on the on the receiving end of a tongue lashing from what I read, but uh, Bill O'Brien wasn't too happy with him as well today. Part of me does wonder. Hmm. I can't help but wonder if not if. We all know they read every single clipping in every mm-hmm. publication from every blog and beyond. Part of me can't help but think, I should say, that sometimes at these practices that are dialed back or toned down for your benefit, Andy, if or the player's benefit so that the media doesn't get too much, if they don't try to do some things to sort of combat burgeoning narratives like oh Absolutely. you guys think that uh Kayshawn Booty's gonna be Steph Diggs we'll tear we'll chew his ass out today in front of you oh you guys think Bailey Zappi's gonna be the QB one yeah we're gonna go ahead and yell at him in front of all you guys today oh you think that uh you think Bill Belichick can't uh let Bill O'Brien run the practice don't you worry Bill O'Brien's gonna yell a couple yell at a, like I just like I just can't help but think sometimes it's almost like staged they do that
0: there's no doubt in my mind they stage that I, I I know they do that um in this case, I'm not sure that's it. I, I've told you all along I think booty's a long shot. I think he's an absolute yeah. long all these people that think he's the fifth receiver he's going to catch 45 balls. I think he if he is if you made me bet on or with or with or not with the organization come October, I'd say not with i I just I, I think the guy has a lot of baggage and limited talent. I haven't been impressed with him physically. Like Demario Douglas, you see mm-hmm. quick, you see quick. Booty, I don't really see anything. I see people telling me he had three hundred yards in a game four years ago, or whatever the hell it was. Like, how long he's going to
1: live? I had a lot more money in the bank four years ago. That doesn't like, matter right now. It's not right. going to get
0: yeah. So. I, I mean, it's early. I don't want to make any de- decl. I don't want to be as negative as people are being overly positive. I don't want to swing that way, but there is,
1: as you have pointed out before, there's practice speed and then there's game speed. What if Demario Douglas looks great on the practice field, but then when, you know, the lights yeah, get what bright,
0: if, what if booty looks shitty, crappy on the practice field? <laughs> you think he's a get one of those game day guys. That's just going to pop and know. all the, you never know. Wait, we're going to have to give him,
1: we will see come August 10th at the oh, razor he's still around. <laughs> If he still, if he makes it that far, we will see August 10th when they take on the Texans. Uh, Side okay. note on that, uh, Bill yeah. Belichick
0: was asked a question about Ed Lee, the recent
1: signing from URI. Yeah, was old Eddie out there today?
0: <laughs> he was. Uh, but when Bill was asked the question, he said, who? Great. Um, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt to say he didn't quite hear the question. I also think there's a chance he didn't
1: know who the person was asking about little old Ed Lee bill um, six-year senior out of Rhode Island. You guys just yeah. signed him yesterday, 900 yards last year, six touchdowns, feel good story.
0: And yeah. yeah, Ed Lee and, um, Stacy James, the media relations vice president mm-hmm. let us know that, um, in terms of media availability, rookies will be available on Monday. So he was tabling Ed Lee availability for the Providence stations who were obviously a- asking it's a Rhode oh, Island course, of course, story. Of course. Um, my reaction was, I hope Ed Lee's still around come Monday. Um,
1: he's a wee little fella. And yeah, he's five, eight, five, nine, a buck 80. That's, yeah. that's the same size as DeMario Douglas, who it sounds like can outrun circles around him. Lee yeah. was productive. Uh, you know, his relative athletic score was good ish for an NFL wide receiver. There's a lot of ish attached to that as well. Yeah. So every receiver, the Patriots fans wanted them to throw a high draft pick at a receiver. The Pats Mm -hmm. replied back like, oh, we'll get receivers. We're just going to get a bunch at the back end. And some of them are even going to come here borderline free. I don't know. If one out of the four of Booty, Douglas, Cunningham, and Lee makes it, is that the the over-under or is it .5? All right, I'll set the tape. The odds are .5 receivers of the four receivers in the sixth round and undrafted. How many make it?
0: I'll take the over because they don't have any receivers. Now, if they load up on some bodies between now and what camp... are you talking about?
1: Parker and Bourne and Smith Schuster and Taekwond? Yeah. You have that's... four. You need yeah. five.
0: And At the least. four are probably so gassed from their big day of practice during OTAs on Monday that they weren't out there for Tuesday. So
1: yeah. How um... big is Juju's practice, by the way? He was practicing TikToks yeah. in the White House.
0: He was uh he was collecting his uh his, uh, whatever you call Ran, that, his rang make. Yeah. But the ring, but also the trip to the white house, he was living the glories of last season mm-hmm. before he really turns the page to this season. But, uh, no, they, they need some bodies at receiver. And I'm not yeah. even just talking about top five bodies for the season. I think they're going to have issues having enough when the heat actually ticks up. You said it, not all that hot yet. When the mm-hmm. heat ticks up, they don't have enough receivers right now to say, okay, three receivers. Okay, next group of three receivers. Like, let's keep this rolling through. So it was
1: Raleigh Webb and Trey Nixon. So with the other four I just mentioned, that makes 10. Plus Mike Gesicki is basically a receiver in tight ends clothing. So that's he's 11.
0: A, he's a tight end, and he's with – like, that's the high-end group. I think depth at receiver is going to be an issue throughout the summer into August and then into the regular season. So we've, we've mentioned some lack of depth, some negatives, some different things, mm-hmm. haymakers, cheap shots. Let's oh. go with the most positive development right. of the day. That was one number 50 in your temporary uh, roster. Mm-hmm. Christian Gonzalez, Gonzo, the athlete on the field. Oh, and did Mike Vrabel
1: with... authorize him wearing 50? That's so cool. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't think he will keep it. Uh, <laughs> lining up with. The defense that also includes, you're not allowed to say starters, you know, so the defense that also includes Kyle Duggar and Jonathan Jones and Joan Bentley and people of that nature.
1: Now, usually starter ish to me.
0: Well, it's usually the defense that takes the field for the first play of games. And, you know, they call that the start of a game. It's weird. So I'm just saying he was out there with that group and it looks like he's going down. Cole Strange Boulevard. We drafted mm-hmm. you in the first round. We need that position, and we're going to give you that position. Don't F it up and make us look bad. That's where wow. Christian. Wow.
1: So it's gone from hey, there'll be no pressure on this guy because we have Jonathan Jones who split out wide last year. He can play out that way until Christian Gonzalez is ready to. Hey, this kid's good. I think we're going to actually be able to get away with starting this kid and returning Jonathan Jones to his normal slot position. What that uh, means for uh, my, Mar- uh, I don't know about that. Cause he was uh, out wide because
0: Jack Jones was in the second field. The second group, Jack Jones, not part of that group. That also includes Christian Gonzalez, Kyle, uh, Kyle Duggar and the starters. So bro. Jack Jones is an interesting one. He is not. Now, Bill said something about, ah, oh, he's still working his way back or something like that. He was on the field. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't getting reps with the highest group at that time. So cornerback, mm-hmm is still definitely a very competitive rotational
1: position and a name I want to throw out there All right. as soon as I make sure I get it right. All right, that must mean it's a new one because if we're going to have to work on pronunciation.
0: No, it's not pronunciation. It's just I want to make sure I have the number and the name right. Yes, okay. So here it number is. 63, Isaiah Bolden.
1: Oh, okay. Isaiah Bolden, one of the, I believe uh isaiah bolden was the seventh round pick out of yes. colorado yes the only colorado pick Remember, uh deon's uh, sanders coach prime made a big deal about that special teams only correct uh no 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 so when they did
0: 11 on 11 team defense in the later portion of portion of practice he was with the group that included jonathan jones and kyle duggar squeeze me types of players so i I, I'm not telling you it means anything. I actually I'm telling you it means something. It's a it's a positive. There's nothing negative about it that he because he I'm telling you, Uche was on the field. Like this was a top unit of defense. He mm-hmm. was the one. You know the old Sesame Street song? Ten of these things belong together, but one, one of, these of these things, things just just doesn't, doesn't belong. belong. Yes. That was him. Like he stood out like a sore thumb and Gonzalez was actually on the second field at that point with a different unit of the defense doing 11-on-11 work. So just plant that seed in the back of your brain that Bolden got some early reps. Maybe it peters out. Maybe it never happens again, or maybe he's one of those depth defensive backs because you're right. I think he's a lock to have a potential role on special teams, Uh but if he can be like a fourth corner, then all of a sudden you're talking about him as a guy to keep an eye on. So keep an eye on him.
1: Could he be our new Kyle Arrington? I know he and uh, I believe it was, isn't it Isaiah Bolden and Isaiah Speed? Were, yep. Like two Isaiahs were the last two people selected, right? They're both yes. named Isaiah. And I, Isaiah Speed in the sixth, Isaiah Bolden. Speed is sixth. an
0: interesting guy because he was the personal protector on some of the punt teamwork. You and the don't punt say. teamwork with Corliss Waitman,
1: dude can boom the ball. Dude, can Yeah, I heard, heard no Bryce Beringer, my guy, shop teacher Bryce Beringer. Uh, by the way, it's, it's a oh, hard Behring- G. oh, it's a hard G. Okay, hard so G. it is booty, not bootay, and it's a hard G. It's Bryce Baringer. Thank you very much. Good to know. Uh, Beringer not out there. Corliss Waitman was, and he can boomstick One it.
0: shank, and he crushed the ball, forcing a Julius Peppers muff and at least one other muff. They seem to struggle. Uh,
1: Bolden also muffed one. I'm reading in Mike oh, Catholic's notes. Yeah. Golden um, muffed one as well. Was,
0: now, remember, this time last year, mm-hmm. Jake Bailey was effing killing the ball. I mean, I like, was there, like I saw. read about So, I don't want to make too much of it. But, um, for those of you that don't have a an idea about Corliss Waitman, not Corliss Williamson, totally mm-hmm. different guy. He played basketball really? for Arkansas. Corliss Waitman, um, who led the NFL in punts for the Broncos a year ago, apparently. Strong leg also works at relative sea level in Foxborough, not just at mile high stadium.
1: Well, how do you like that? Good to know. We could have a competition, probably not much of one at the punter position this year. Maybe you're going to have to have a new polarity party on hold and, uh, we'll have to wait and see about that. I hate myself for saying that just as much as you do everyone. (laughs) I'll, I would take a lap if I could right now, but I have to finish. There were some of those too. Uh, there, there were, or so I read, Uh, Andy, Mike Cadillac also pointed out, as did many others, that it looks like Joe Judge, not really even Cam Accord, Joe Judge is in charge of special teams. Yep. Uh, Also a positive development, uh, I believe right here. Let's check it out. Yes. uh, Here we go. It was noted by uh, Mr. Cadillac, whether it's intentional or not, they're keeping Joe Judge as far away from the Patriots offense as possible. Oh, interesting cheap shot cheap oh shot. hey um, hey listen we not all as heard far about away that. from it as Matt Patricia is Ho! Yay! oh hey. also not kind come um, on I bridges, started, not-
0: I've really started to feel bad for Cam Accord and I don't think he's great at his job not gonna lie Mm-mm. to you I have nope. been very unimpressed with what he's done the last couple of years but he, if I check the media guide I check the website mm-hmm. it says special teams coordinator and if you watched OTAs You'd think he was a glorified ball boy. Like he he ha- he has a pad on his chest and they're hitting him. He hands out the little, I don't know, they call them condoms, the little uh, beanies they put on their heads to represent the scout team, the uh, red ones. He hands those out. Joe Judge is the one doing snap counts for punts, barking out orders. but bark- Like Joe Judge. So I guess as we start, it's going to be assistant head coach special teams if he actually does get the assistant head coach title, which mm-hmm. I hate. I absolutely hate, I could not Mm. be more against, but, um, if I'm cam accord, I mean, I guess if, as long as the direct deposit every two weeks still comes at coordinator money, um, Mm -hmm. maybe you just grin and bear it, but
1: wait, what happens, what happens? Okay. Let's say Belichick either a takes ill or B, you know, gets rung up and Walt Coleman comes over and is like, all right, that's it. Enough lip from you, Belichick. You're out of here. Who takes over? Is it Bill O'Brien or Joe judge?
0: Well, if Joe judge is officially given the title of assistant head coach, it's him. It's absolutely have
1: mercy for all of us.
0: I don't think he's actually going to get that. I, I hope that Belichick and Robert Kraft and John are smarter than that. I, I just, I I hope they're smarter than that. And he's just going to have some of those roles, duties, whatever, and that he's going to be, I don't even know, but he's running the special teams. The, the the long story here leads to Cam Accord has been cut off at the knees and Joe Judge is running the special teams.
1: And it's also not often that head coaches get so lippy they get thrown out of football games like managers in baseball games.
0: I was going to say, when was the last time you saw I, a head coach thrown out
1: of football? I, 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 I don't, but at the same time, there Never? were a few last year that Bill Belichick probably should have gotten himself of. Sure, but, but like,
0: as you were saying that, I was really thinking, I don't know that I've ever seen it. It's usually he's ill. there's a death in the family. Mm -hmm. Like he misses something because of a, you know, circumstances out of his control. I can't remember the, like, Uh. even looking back to, I would assume buddy Ryan would have been a candidate back in the day. I don't remember seeing any stories about buddy. He punched team, you know, fellow coaches and stuff on the sideline. Mm -hmm. I don't remember him ever being ejected. So I think we're safe with bill Belichick not being ejected, but not to take this like in a different direction. He is seventy-one years old. What if he has? So say- that's what I'm health saying. Issue. What if he ke- sure. misses it? The- I mean, heck, you don't even have to be old. Gary Kubiak. Remember when he was having health issues and he would miss time, in, in both Houston and Denver, uh-huh. I believe. So, mm-hmm. you know, there are ways. So, I would hope that Joe Judge doesn't get the title because I do not want to see Joe Judge filling in. Another guy I'm excited about. So we talked, oh, talked about right. Christian Gonzalez. More He's positive out there. He's with the first unit. That's great.
1: Not great Christian Barmore, more great Christian Gonzalez. Who else is on Andy's yeah. good list today?
0: Gonzalez is a better Christian. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Could be Wait. in many ways. Wait,
0: what does that mean? Yeah. Um, so number 52 in red, you know All who right. that is,
1: I hope. I think that's Marte Mapu.
0: It is, who we noted took reps next to Jawan Bentley in mm-hmm. the first OTA and seemed to be doing some linebacker-type things today both in pre-practice kind of positional breakdowns. And then on the field in 11 on 11 work, he was more in the safety area. So ah. as Bill talks about guys that are versatile, you you try them in different spots and you see what they can do. And we know Mapu is that hybrid linebacker safety type. Um, the bulk of his work today and actually all the work that I saw was at the safety position. So It actually, we don't need to get into this now because it's a short podcast on today's OTA, but in the back of your mind, something I want to talk about at some point as we get in the slow period between now and training camp, the versatility of this defense, I don't know how good it is. I didn't say good, but the versatility of this defense is really impressive. Really, really impressive. More than just
1: intriguing. We've gone past your favorite I word, intriguing. We might be on way to... The yeah. more sought after I word, impressive. yeah. I like C words, but I also like
0: V words, and some people might think they're the same thing. But I'm not talking about those C words and V words.
1: I'm talking about versatility. It's impressive, very impressive. And I,
0: I it is yeah, Guys I like guys like, more.
1: oh yeah, for sure. Keon White, looking like an looking like a Everybody. monster out there. He could be Why? all over the line. Jalen Mills Why? is he a yep. corner?
0: He is safety? Is Jonathan Jones an outside corner or an inside du- corner? Like Dagger
1: and Peppers. I right. mean, you might be able to sneak Duggan, them down the Peppers, box anytime. Phillips.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Barmore, tackle or end? Is he a tweener? Is he a Seymour? Almost every person on this defense is a hell. Christian Gonzalez was a college safety until he's a number one college mm-hmm. corner. Doesn't mean he couldn't play safety. Rodney Harrison and Ty Law used to flip flop safety and corner duty. This defense, almost from one to 11, you know, there's a couple guys, Devon Godchaw, um,
1: Bentley, there's a Lawrence couple guys. guy They're Juwan Bentley. They're going to do what they're going to do.
0: Right. But there's only two or three of those. The other, let's say top 15 to 17 defensive players all have multiple positions and all are going to play multiple roles. And I think there could be some challenges for opposing offenses and we can go down this road a different day, but the old basketball, you know, positionless defense where, Hey, Drink. I see you three. Uh, are you, could you, excuse me, sir? Uh, we've, we've labeled that number eight is the mic. That guy's the mic. Are you
1: a safety or a corner or a linebacker right now? Cause it would help us if I knew. I guess you're going to have to wait to find out. And that certainly sounds like a podcast to come as yep. mini camp, actual camp and the preseason rolls on. Good job. Good notes, Andy. Thanks very much for bringing back the That's Intel analysis already. and perspective. That was more entertaining now. than the practice I saw. We done son. We done. Uh, For more of those thoughts, check out Mike Cadlick's review of OTAs at WEI.com. Andy will have a column up on Wednesday morning at WEI.com as well. The media will be back at Friday's practice, which promises to probably be dialed back, toned down, or a bit of a lesser practice. They'll get the good stuff in. Breakfast will be Thursday. Light brunch will be Friday. Yeah, the only ring Belichick has these
0: days is Bo (laughs) Ring.
1: All right. That was
0: better than yours.
1: How many C4s did you drink on the way home? None. That was on okay. natural. <laughs> I was so excited to leave that place. Now I'm I happy. know you really are. You can carry on with the rest of your day. It's Miller light time for Andy next week. As many camps will have lots of pods, perspective, and more on that as well. And there'll be lots of breaking Boston talk this week to start each and every day. If you guys get a chance and want fifteen to twenty minutes or so of sports du jour from your pals Fitzy and Hart and company, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, share, and more. For producer Justin Turpin, for Andy Jumbo Hart. For everyone in Foxborough, for Christian Barmore's idiocy, for Christian Gonzalez's greatness, and the flexibility and versatility of everyone in between, your old pal Fitzy here saying thanks for listening to Six Rings and Football Things brought to you by WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Good day. God bless. Go Pats.